And welcome to a Friday the 13th edition of the episode. Ooh, spooky. Some of you are probably wondering, what in the world was that music? And that is my boy, Tommy Vex. That is his, that is a new clip. I got permission from him today to give you guys a sample of his new band, The Lone Wolf. That is a sample track from their new, brand new album, uh, Grand Theft Auto, and it actually goes on pre-order right now, today. It is on pre-order. You can go to Tommy Vext, V-E-X-T, TommyVextOfficial.com. Now, real quick, for those of you who don't know Tommy Vext, a lot of you probably do, but if you don't, Tommy Vext was the lead singer for Bad Wolves. They were super famous for uh, redoing the cover of uh, Zombie. Um, and they were literally the number one band in the world. And in 2020, Tommy Vex got kicked out of Bad Wolves for what, you ask? For publicly saying he's going to vote for Donald Trump in the 2020 election. Literally got kicked out of the number one band in the world simply for who he was going to vote for. In my opinion, Tommy has one of, if not the best voices in rock music right now. And, um, he just said, screw it, man. We're going to fight the cancel culture. And this entire album, uh, I've been lucky enough to sample a lot of the tracks. Um, and let me tell you guys, if you're a rock person, this album is going to renew your faith in rock music. Yes. Uh, and also, it is a straight punch in the face to this woke weak-spined, bend-the-knee cancel culture that we're in. And Tommy's doing something really cool with these pre-orders. Some of you are like, why in the world would we do a pre-order? Uh, I want to say that the album is available digitally uh, July 4th, I believe, but but the pre-orders are right now. Tommy's doing something that nobody else is doing. Uh, this is him 100% independent. And if you go to TommyVextOfficial.com right now and pre-order the bundle, you get a shirt. You get uh, backstage passes to any of the shows uh, that you go see him at, and you actually get a signed, real CD everything, which is like a freaking collector's items these days because yeah. nobody does that anymore. And so it's actually a really cool bundle. Um, and like I said, uh, you're supporting a guy who, uh, like I said, was the front lead singer of the biggest rock band in the world and got kicked out for supporting Donald Trump in the election. And now he said, screw it. I'm not going back to the label. I'm doing it myself. So you need to support my boy, Tommy vexed right now because the song is amazing. Good job, Tommy. We love you here uh, at, at the show. So 
That's why you heard uh, the new intro music. So you're welcome, dear America listeners. Most people don't get to li- don't get to hear that stuff. You're one of the first. Uh, you are one of the first. So congratulations. If you hate rock music, I don't care. Go buy the album because he's a patriot doing the right thing. Um, today is Friday the thirteenth, which is interesting. Uh, Zach, don't worry. I'm not going to talk to you about a single thing. Uh, because it does no good. Uh, ironically, <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize that me and Zach were talking yesterday and I was giving him like the full, I, you guys know I'm a horror movie fanatic. Like I love horror movies. I didn't even realize we had like that hour conversation yesterday that today was Friday the 13th. I didn't even realize that. And, and now, now I realize we, we, we talked like an hour of pure horror movie history and wasted it. And we should have talked about it today. No, but, no, 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 no. That was prep. So maybe we can watch one today. Oh, no, well, I'm th- that goes without saying. I will be watching <laughs> multiple scary movies today. Uh to include Friday the 13th, you've got to watch Friday the 13th. Thir- you got to watch one Jason Voorhees movie on Friday the 13th. It's just obligated as a person. Uh if you don't like scary movies, today is the day to get over it. It's Friday the 13th. Oh, and and Halloween. Halloween and Friday the 13th, all you people are like, oh, I just can't do scary movies. Oh my God. Shut up. Now's the time to, to, to be a man or be a woman. Suck it Overcome up. Overcome your fears. And watch a horror movie. Be a part of traditions, okay? Um, let's see. Uh, my personal opinion, I mean, you got to watch Jason on Friday the 13th. Is, are the Jason movies my favorite? No. Halloween is my favorite. You guys know this. I've talked about it a lot. But on Friday the 13th, enjoy your uh, uh, Camp Crystal Lake, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th movies. And, uh, you know, uh, this is going to be a weird episode because there's a lot of weird things to talk about on Friday the 13th. Um, everybody wrote and you really enjoyed the uh, the dead, the, the, the dead dad proposal. <laughs> Uh, article and everybody's like, you need to recreate that. I, I can't, I can't recreate that moment. That was, <laughs> that was uh, me and Zach actually went back and listened to it. It was like eight pure minutes of just talking I think about it was the more most, like 10. It was a lot of just the most ridiculous thing. We would start to go to a new topic and then we come right back. Yeah. And so, you know, you can't recreate those moments. Those are just things that happen. Uh, but I'm glad you guys enjoyed it because I was worried because we had talked so long about it. My biggest concern was that, like everybody's going to hate it and it's just going to be this huge waste of time. But um, I had a lot of people say it was their favorite episode yet because they laughed so much during the episode. Dude, we should do more comedy. Then. Well, but you can't force comedy. That is true. It has to happen naturally and it has to be like this. So um, I've got a lot of serious things to talk about. We got to talk about breaking news. Uh, could the Twitter purchase for Elon Musk fall through? Uh, we've got cryptocurrency panic. We've got, I've got a couple crazy things to talk about. We've got ministry of truth updates. We've got, uh, abortion talk and high schoolers scheduling walkouts over Roe v. Wade. Um, and then we've got, uh, $40 billion going to Ukraine, possibly on hold. Thanks to one Senator. So, we got a lot of things to talk about this episode, but before we do that, let's get into a sponsor. All right, everybody. I mean, you know, the economy's in the garbage, man. It is a raining dumpster fire at this point. Thanks, Joe Biden, and let's go, Brandon. It finally happened, though. The Fed is realizing the dire straits of our economy. 
Thanks to Joe Biden. Uh, apparently, <laughs> you just can't spend trillions of dollars every year, and now we got $40 billion more going to Ukraine. But I digress. You're already starting to see the ripple effects. We got no baby formula. The effects in the housing market. People's buying power has diminished. Have you considered what could happen if the stock market in our economy stalls out? Don't wait till that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. Text the word GRAHAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text the word GRAHAM to 989898 and secure the gains you've made while you can. Join the thousands of happy Birch Gold customers with countless five-star reviews and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I trust the professionals at Birch Gold, so go now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and protect your future with gold now. All right, so let's jump into uh, some weird things that I found. I think we're going to get back into doing that a little bit. Ooh, there we go. Um, anyway, so I, you know, there's a lot of different arguments on how we can handle what's going on with the war in Ukraine. Right mm -hmm. now, there's a lot of people, you know, what we're going to talk later on about the $40 billion that Congress wants to send. Um, there's a lot of people, uh, we, we've talked about everything ridiculous. Um, TikTok had an article a couple months ago that was like 10 TikTok dances you can do to help the war in Ukraine. <laughs> um, anyway, but I saw this one today wow. and I thought, you know what? That is amazing. So, as always, I'm just going to read the title. And then we're going to click into the article, and in real time, we're going to react to this thing. All right? This is Here real. We go. Here we go. New York Post. Here we go. Uh, Las Vegas has decided to get into the fight for Ukraine and supporting Ukraine. How, you may ask? Well, <clears throat> the title reads, Las Vegas Jiggle Joint, which I'm assuming that's a strip club. Uh, <laughs> Las Vegas Jiggle Joint stands with Ukraine. How, you might ask? By addition, auditioning strippers from the war-torn nation. <laughs> so, so this strip club is bringing in uh, immigrants, <laughs> war-torn immigrants from Ukraine, and giving them a true shot at the American dream by being strippers at the strip club. <laughs> Let's read this. A strip club oh out gosh. of Las Vegas is supporting Ukrainians in their struggle against the Russian invasion by hiring strippers from the war-torn country. The venue Little Darlings recently posted an ad on their club's signage that declares, now auditioning Ukrainian strippers. <laughs> the ad also includes, of course, a Ukrainian flag and the words, we stand with Ukraine while your women slide down American poles. Anyway, no, well, I guess I'm just kidding. I added, I added that last part, but I couldn't help it. The club's <laughs> manager, uh, Pete Dotor, uh, they already hired, they've already hired one Ukrainian dancer, dancer who noticed the sign. When asked if the ad was inappropriate, Dotor insisted, we're standing by them. It's not anything derogatory towards them. He added, we feel like... It if we can help out in any way, that's the best way we can do. It is maybe help put someone to work. Nothing says we stand with your war-torn country, much like let a bunch of Americans shove $1 bills 
down your g-string on the pole baby on the pole <laughs> dang i love i love i love people i love people it's amazing all right speaking of crazy people um there apparently now is new rules for being a boyfriend in 2022 um okay this is good for me to know then a viral tiktok video has uh everyone talking every single person talking or anyone who may be in the dating scene and it is uh it was spawned by a girl who is uh an overprotective girlfriend um with eight strict rules for my boyfriend that's what it's that's what it's titled. So, you know, I figured the best way to go through this is to just talk about it. Now, why are we talking about this? Because millions upon millions of people have watched this video and they apparently agree with this video. So, title of the New York Post article, I'm an overprotective girlfriend and I have eight strict rules for my boyfriend. All right. The article says relationships work best when you both trust each other. However, in today's society, is trust really a thing anymore? Or do we need rules that must be followed? Well, one viral TikTok star seems to believe that she has the answers. So here we go. Rule number one for dating in 2022. Notice there's no rules for girlfriends right it's just rules for boyfriends here we go rule number one you must without any conversation whatsoever do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars you must block anyone you ever had a romantic interaction with on social media platforms do you agree or disagree zach you're single what do you think you're dating a girl you decide to make it official this is what we're going to do all right we're you are dating somebody you decide to make it official and they say okay before we get to make it official, you got to agree to these things. So rule number one is you have to block anyone you've ever had a romantic interaction with on social medias. No, I mean, like, there's still people that I'm friends with that I've, like, dated just to, like, or talked with or dated. We're still friends now. Uh-huh. And there's nothing there anymore. I don't keep in touch with them a lot, but I would still stay friends with them on social media. Okay. She goes on to say, obviously. People you've slept with are a no-no. But she says, if I find out you've even held a B-I-T-C-H's hand and you're still following her, you're done. What do you think? You still agree or disagree with? So for me, like if the person I'm dating has slept with somebody and they're like, I still want to be like, I'm still friends with this person. I just want to hang out with them. That I'm like, okay, I, I don't agree with that. But like holding hands or just like, hey, we, we, we dated for a while. We stopped. But, you know, every now and then maybe is there is there I'm curious here and, and and write me if you hear this Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com. I'm curious what you think. OK, is there a time frame that goes by now? I can get if like that literally was your last girlfriend before you started dating this one. Like if you slept together, you know, I don't want you following or you yeah. know, talking. To, is there a time frame like are, are you off complete like 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 um Alyssa had boyfriends before me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is there a time? Is there a time window where it's it's no longer a big deal? I'm just curious. Gosh, uh, the sleeping with one like that one for me would be kind of like that would, would be that'd be tough to get over. Th- that would be tough. But other than that, like that's the only thing that I'm like, okay, if you slept with this person, why are you still wanting to communicate? Okay. Outside of that, 
pretty chill. Okay. All right. Number two, no following new women since the day we started dating, period. Gosh, no. You don't agree with that at no. all? Neither do I. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, I'll say my response to number one is I think there's, there's a time limit and context. So uh, my, one of my best friends married my high school sweetheart. And my high school sweetheart and Alyssa are like best friends now, <laughs> you know? And, and, and so I, I do think that there's like a time limit there. Uh, you know, I wish that I could say that I had saved myself for marriage, but you know, I didn't. Uh, and so obviously that did happen between me and this person. Uh, but you know, that was almost 20 years ago now, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? And so I do think that there's, context and relevance to certain things uh yeah. anyway uh number two the no following of new women that's ridiculous what if you work with this person what what if it's a co-worker Dude, is this my ex <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all right number three no searching girl's name in the handlebar like what are you searching for no but really what are you searching for because you should find it in me so you're not even allowed to search on social media for a female in any regard. No, like, like what if I meet somebody at church? We're just friends. She follows me. I search her up. I follow her. Nothing wrong with that. I, uh, like, I, I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just telling you what the rules are here <laughs> for, for 2022. Uh, okay. Number four. No liking girls' photos in any way, shape, form or fashion this person says literally every guy knows girls don't like this i still i disagree <laughs> i guess i'm gonna be single for the rest of my life you're not doing well so far we're only halfway through it dude i'd break up with this girl and like i, I just walk out of the date Gosh. uh let's see she looks scary but either way all right number five here we go no story replying we all know what story replies mean we don't have to talk about it. Like if I have a friend <laughs> that's got a story up and I want to respond, uh, I can respond. But, well, according to this person, you should not have any female friends at all. Uh, okay. And again, if you agree or disagree with this stuff, uh, email me, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Number six. This is, in my opinion, this is the craziest part. All right. You ready? Number six. No more than one girl per scroll on your explore page. I know that your explore page shows you what you click on and what you're interested in. And then she goes on to say, I know that I know that this is true because one time I asked the guy to stop and he did. And for the duration of our entire relationship, there wasn't one girl on his explore page. So I know the rest of you guys are lying sacks of S H I T. That is the dumbest thing. So that this, I've chick, ever heard. this chick grabs. So, so women are allowed to grab men's phone and then go into their explore page. Not even people you're following. Not people in your DMs, but people that populate in your explore page. Uh, I would like to go through her phone and see what pops up on her explore page. I'd like to see whose stories 
she's responding to. I'd like to see who she's messaging. I'd like to see who she's talking to at work. Well, you know, most people agree, and it's most of the time proven that the most jealous people are the people that are doing the exact same things that they're accusing mm-hmm. you of. All right, number seven. <laughs> if she posts more than one bikini pic in a row, you must unfollow immediately. So we'll say, like, as a Christian guy, I don't follow a lot of bikini pages. So no, 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 no. That's not what it's saying. Not saying a lot. Like, I don't follow any. Like, like, like you got a friend, oh. and she goes to the beach a lot. Like, if she posts a, a zip picture, it. you don't have to dwell on it, it. it. That's not what the rules say, Zach. You're trying to manipulate the rules Sorry. now. Her rules say if she posts more than one bikini pic in a row, you must unfollow them immediately. What about your sister or something? What if your sister goes to the beach a lot? Do you got to unfollow her too? I guess so. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like, 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 what are we talking about here? Some, some chicks live on the beach. You know what I'm saying? No, they do. And if I've got a friend that's like posting a bunch of pictures, it's like, I can choose to sit there and look at it. Or I can just be like, Hey, zoom past it. Oh, the last one, number eight, I don't really understand. It says no clicking on link tree. Um, link. I believe that's like, I, that's no, in a lot of bios. Linktree is where you can have multiple things you yeah. got going on. A website, podcast, blah, blah, blah. This chick, I guess, thinks that Linktree automatically means like OnlyFans or something. Because <laughs> she says, like, adult films are free. I can handle giving I can handle giving other people attention, strangers, but your money, you're gonna give other ones. So apparently she's fine with you watching porn. That's apparently okay but not paying for OnlyFans and stuff, which is not what Linktree is. But, you know, I digress. If, if I did, so like, I wouldn't... Sounds like you and this chick aren't dating, Zach. <laughs> no, like, I agree. You that, like, failed miserably. No, well, yeah, if a girl, if, if like the first or second or date, that like, or if just within the first month, like I'm getting some serious jealous vibes, peace. Like, I'm done. Um, I, 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 I... <sighs> I look at it like this. I don't get jealous, period. Um, because here's what I've learned. If somebody's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter how hard you try. If if someone really wants to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good of a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, wife, husband you are. It, it doesn't matter. If, if somebody wants to put themselves in the situation. It doesn't matter if you've been married for 40 years. I do not care if you put yourself in those situations. Everyone has the ability to mess around and mess up. Everybody, Mm -hmm. everybody. Because I truly believe, and this is what I tell a lot of people, that that's why you can't put yourself in those situations. Because I do. I believe there is a point where primal chemical things take over. Everyone can slip up. And and that, I, well, and we no longer have full control. And then after it happens, your brain goes back to normal. And you're like, oh my God, what did I just do? Right? So that's why you have to protect yourself not to get into those situations. All right, guys, look, I'm going to keep it short. Good ranchers. I need every single one of you to listen to the words I'm saying right now. I need you to go support Good Ranchers right now. I need you to support the company that supported Dear America when we almost had to shut down. Now the radical left and every single thing that you can imagine is coming against these guys simply for supporting free speech. 
I need you to take it into your own hands and get off your proverbial butt and do something for fighting for the companies that are trying to do the right thing. Listen here, Good Ranchers is amazing. And I told him, you got to give me something for the people. You got to give me something. So if you go for a limited time, if you go to goodranchers.com slash gram, they're giving away with your order, two pounds of their American, American Wagyu burgers for free with my code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. Listen, again, if you don't know what Good Ranchers does, they sell 100% American meat. Stop buying from the grocery store. Stop eating China meat or Australian meat. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to get a box of American meat and get two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and free shipping added to your order. Listen, guys, again, Good Ranchers is the real deal. They saved this podcast when we were about to have to shut down. And now they need our help to stand with them. Meat prices are soaring. And I love that when you subscribe, you lock in your price and get $25 off every box for the life of your subscription with Good Ranchers. As long as you're subscribed, your price will never change, no matter what happens in this crapshoot economy that Joe Biden has. So go right now to goodrangers.com slash Graham. Use my promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Lock your subscription in forever and also get two pounds of free Wagyu beef burgers now. Here's my question, ladies that listen to the podcast. So you heard all these rules. Let me know if you agree with any of them. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. But I have one specific question for the ladies that may agree with any of these crazy things. So what about women that go to, we actually just saw a comedian talk about this. What about women that go to the bars and they flirt with all the men in the bars to get free drinks all night long? Is that okay? I mean, mm. I mean, honestly, is that okay? I, I mean, me personally, uh, if somebody buys Alyssa a drink from the bar when she goes out so on the money girls' you night, gotta pay. it doesn't bother me at all. I, you know, I know that Alyssa's not doing anything, and you know, you can't help people making a move on you. See, th- see, that's the craziest thing about jealous people is they get mad because they're dating attractive people, and then people try to make a move on them that's what i don't understand. and that's what i don't get jealous about it's you know if they're making moves people, with other people people are gonna okay. sh- people are gonna shoot their shot man i mean you know what i'm saying like and, and there's something about especially you women look i'm being for real and you know it's true so ladies don't even send me no nasty emails you know it's true there is don't something me. there is something about a man wearing a wedding ring that makes these skanks uh, out in the in the in the club and all this other kind of stuff, or even at the sports bar or whatever, they go nuts when they see men wearing wedding rings. It becomes like this. It, it, it's a challenge. It's a primal challenge, and some women are like, "Oh my god!" It, it's the same thing for men. Men do the same thing. They they see the wedding ring on there, and they're like, "All right, let's just see." And and that's the world we live in. That's the real world. So I don't get jealous, um, because. Again, I know that it's something that I can't control. Yeah. All I can do is be, try to be the best husband and spouse that I know how to be. And if they want to leave me one day, there's not a whole lot that you can do. You know, yeah, I mean, and, you, you can do the best that you could possibly do and somebody can still leave. Yeah. Now, I will say you also can be an accomplice to why somebody messes around on you yes. and chooses to leave. But, you know, it, it works across the board. Anyway, 
Uh, those are apparently new accepted rules I don't agree with for them. dating uh, like, uh, in 2022. Like, I, I think with dating, like I think like the next time I date, I'm going to be like very respectful with whoever I date and like my relationships with other girls. Yeah. Like, I think you should be respectful of that. Absolutely. But, um, that's too far. Like you can't expect, like I've got a really good friend that we've now been friends for eight years. Her and I are like best friends. Uh huh. We've never dated, never will date. We've talked about it. Never get a date. But and you can't take that friendship but even away. People that you've dated before, like, like, like for me. And I realize I'm older than you by a decade <laughs> and <laughs> i realize i realize i've been married now you know but i also come from a very small town like we graduated 80 people all right in my senior <laughs> class so so i come from a world where there ain't a whole lot of dating options and the odds of you dating somebody that ain't dated somebody you're friends with or somebody you know is actually very small uh and so you and so you kind of you learn to get over it. Pretty you kind of learn to get over it, and and I kind of believe it's a. In my opinion, now again, I completely agree with if it's your immediate ex or it's been within the past year or something like that. Uh yeah, you know, I I, I agree. Me and uh, my high school sweetheart, I'm not going to say her name. Even to this day, I text her and him all the time, but it's always in a group chat. See, no, always, I, always. I never text her by herself. Nothing. I always send because I mean, they go with me and Alyssa on beach vacations. Uh, we've got this secret plan that uh, their daughter and my oldest son are going to marry each other one day. So hey. we can all actually be family and say it's a joke. Right. Again, but, like you can do it in a respectful yeah, way. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just like my friend and I've talked because I mean, like we call each other pretty much once or twice a week and people probably think we're dating, but it's like, no, we're not. But um, like if I when I do start dating, it's like, hey, our communication can be like with a group with yeah. whoever our significant other is, so that way it's done in a respectful manner. Exactly. But their friendships don't die. The only time that I have written this person, uh, by herself, is when her grandfather died. That's it, because I knew the man. Obviously, I, I dated this girl in high school. Like I knew the man very well. Uh, me and her brother are still to this day best friends. In fact, he's listening right now, and he knows exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, but but I do. I think there's a. I think that there is a maturity level there, and there's a time limit there. And then, of course, there also has to be a proof that the attraction is no longer there as well, right? Yes. And and that shows through your actions. Obviously, if I was writing and talking to this girl all the time in our own private messages and all that stuff, that would be different. Dude, I'd be like, Graham, what are you doing? Exactly. But but I do. I think that there's. I, I, you know, my dad to this day still thinks it's weird that that uh, uh, my high school sweetheart and my wife are best friends. I don't think it's weird. I, I, it's, been, I, it's, I, it's been so long ago. It's been t literally we broke up senior year of high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, and, if you're not over it by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she married one of my best friends. But. But that's my point. Like some people would lose their freaking mind over something Just like that. Get over it. Life moves on. Anyway, that's the only thing that I that I disagree with you on is is I do think that there's a a time limit. I mean, people people move on and people grow up and 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 you're assuming that the feelings they felt for somebody never go away and never change. You know what I mean? And 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 to me, 
I just don't agree with that. I think that that's not true. I think they can go away and change. I think that once you meet the right person, and I think if you do it the right way, which is you, if you really meet the right person and you feel true love for that person, you will do it the right way. Mm -hmm. And if there is any interaction, I had a friend, I think I've told you this story. Uh, she was still in college when me and Alyssa first got married. And so, I mean, I had known her for years and her and Alyssa kind of became friends. And, uh, and she wanted to come talk to Alyssa about something. And I showed up at her apartment at the time and she was at the apartment waiting there. And I told her, I was like, yeah, well, you know, we're just going to wait outside until Alyssa gets here, you know, and yeah. you know, we'll catch up here outside until Alyssa gets here. And then we'll go up to the apartment. Cause I'm not going in the apartment with you. You're being respectful. Well, well, right. And so I do, I think it depends on the person. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, Again, my personal viewpoint is if you don't trust the person you're with enough like that, then you ain't got what it takes for the relationship to last in the long run. Mm -hmm. last, it takes trust. Last night, uh, Alyssa went out for a girl's night with her girlfriends. Um, did I, you were here with me. We're, we're here at this Airbnb in Texas. Did I write her at all one time? No, we were watching, uh, we were watching the comedian. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was. I don't care. <laughs> so right. I, you know, I don't care. And uh, that's just that's just me. I, all I ever ask of Alyssa, if I'm not there, is just let me know when you get home. That's it. Just just well, let me know. You have to have trust. Like I dated a girl one time, and uh, I was working this job, and all the women that I worked with were married. She was like, "I'm really glad you only work with married women." I'm like, "Oh yeah, what? because that's safe." <laughs> no, but then, but then later on. There was a married woman who was like coaching me with photography and I'm really good friends with her and her husband. And then she was like, well, married women can cheat too. Absolutely. And I'm like, they wait, can. wait, 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 you told me that you're glad I only work with married women, but now married women can cheat. Dude, I, I trust married women less than I do single women. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm being for real. Same thing with, with married men as opposed to single men. I do. I, I dude, <laughs> that, I, you know, somebody, and I realize we didn't talk about anything political and I promise we didn't. I think we've it. been on this for like 20 minutes now, but, but this well, is important well, stuff. Well, but this is real important stuff. So, so some cultures like Hispanic cultures and stuff don't wear red, wedding rings. Like they don't, they just don't wear them. Some do, some don't. Uh, I even, bet Will Smith doesn't. It, Sorry. Well, but, but there's some people that are like, you know, you know, it's, it's a big deal. And other people, it's not a big deal. Um, and 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 I told somebody the other day, I said, look, man, I said, I'm always going to wear my wedding ring. I said, but at the end of the day, that ring doesn't mean crap. Nobody, nobody opens a door to flirt with another woman or another man and then look down at that ring and go, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like that ring is, it's more of a signal to other people that you're supposed to belong to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately in today's society, that doesn't always mean that, but either way, all right, moving on. Let me know what you think about crazy people with yeah. the rules Let us um, know. going on. All right. Let's talk about the crypto panic. Um, a lot of people ask me about business stuff a lot. And so Zach was actually here when I did this. So I'll tell you what I have done. Uh, and you guys remember this episode. Do it. Because if 10 years from now. If Graham's gone, you're going to know You're going to know. So so crypto is is crashing right now in the stock market. Which is good. Which is. Well, kind of. Well, it is. No, no, no. It is <laughs> yeah. good. 
if you, you haven't have already invested money into it. Right Correct. now is dip. where smart people are buying. Okay, so uh, a lot of people are saying crypto investors are panicking during market bloodbath. Some saying they will lose their home. Uh, first of all, safe, responsible stock market dealings is rule of thumb is you is kind of like going to a casino. All right. You decide when you go into a casino, this is how much money I'm willing to lose. Yeah. Okay. And it's money you don't need. And it's money you don't need. And this is how much money I'm willing to lose. And when it's gone, I'm done. I'm leaving the casino. I'm getting off the table. Yeah. Right. Okay. Stop market is the same thing. You do not invest and take more second mortgages out against your home and all this other kind of stuff like stupid people have done. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. The key to dealing, and it's true, you got to have money to make money. That's just true, okay? I, you're and right. If you don't have it, save it up first. It doesn't matter how cheap the stock is. If you ain't got enough money to buy a lot of it, it ain't really going to do you no gigantic favors in the long run. You're right, okay? Um, but the key to stock market stuff is you take money that you don't even notice that it's gone and you never need it, and then you freaking hold it. You don't panic. You want to know why you don't panic? Because it's money that you don't need and you don't even realize what's going on with it. And it doesn't matter. I like to think of whenever I put money in stocks, I kind of view it as a savings account that could potentially get bigger. Correct. And so yesterday, Dogecoin, uh, Bitcoin is at its lowest rate in years. Um, Dogecoin dropped to 0.08 cents a share so it's not even a penny a share wait well if it's 0.08 never mind yep never mind. yep 0.08 <laughs> not 0. 0.8 0.08 cents so it's not even it's not even one cent yeah yeah it's, no 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 or it's like eight cents that would be eight cents no, a share i just checked it's bumped up to nine cents well so you made some money I, oh yeah i've already made like a thousand dollars anyway the point is so yesterday i saw that and you remember not even nine months ago, Bitcoin or not Bitcoin, Dogecoin like was up to cents. like 73 cents a share, right? I made some money. And then. so, so here's what I believe. Okay. And, and here's Graham Allen's, you know, stock market stuff here. Take some money that you got that you don't care. Even if it's 500 bucks that doesn't bother you, go buy the crap out of Dogecoin right now. Okay. Here's what I truly believe. I don't believe that only one cryptocurrency is going to be the only cryptocurrency that does anything. I just don't. I don't believe it. Um, And I believe that it may be 10 years from now. You got to remember 10 years ago, Bitcoin was nothing. Nothing. Would have been nice to to have invested back then. And everybody thought that people investing in Bitcoin were crazy back when it was like eight cents a share, right? No, it's like what twenty eight. Last year, it got up to seventy three thousand dollars a share. That's that's pretty good. That's insane. And so, 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 what you do (laughs) is thirty. You buy the dip. You buy, buy, buy the dip with money that doesn't matter. And then you hold it. I'm telling you right now, I just bought 61,000 shares of Dogecoin. And I'm just going to forget about it. I am. I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't look at it. I'm not looking at it anymore. I bought it and I'm holding it. And I will hold those stocks for 10 years if I need to. But at some point, even if, man, can you imagine if them things got up to, you know, five bucks a share? Dude, just $5. 
going from eight cents to five bucks. Yeah, and I yeah, and I own sixty one thousand shares now. Exactly, and so you know you got to look at Doing that. So I mean, just real quick, okay. Let's just say that it gets to five dollars ten years from now. All right, so you times it uh, by sixty one thousand six hundred seventy eight times. I just made $300,000 off five grand, but, but, but I'm not concerned about it. Like I just, I just, I just leave it. I just it's extra money that you don't need. And I probably wouldn't even sell it then. <laughs> You'd yeah. be like, all right, I got 300 grand. Uh, I'm just going to hold it. Now, if it starts getting to a million, you know, I'll be like, all right, maybe I need to take half of it. And leave half in there and then whatever. That's what I'm like, Graham, I'm doing a really good job. My point (laughs) is you want my financial advice is you buy the dip with money that doesn't matter. And then you just leave it alone. But do some research. Like there's, there's other coins. Dogecoin seems like, I know it's like a joke coin, a, a meme coin. But the fact that Elon Musk, Elon Musk loves is behind it so it. much. Tesla is taking it as payment. WordPress, the number one website builder, is now taking it for processing as well. Um, the key to to crypto is it has to take on uh, utility status, and what it, what what that means is you can use it for things that actually are utilities, i.e. E. websites, yeah. car purchases, stuff like that. And, and Dogecoin is starting to break into those things. So you just have to start paying attention. Anyway, my financial advice to all of you right now is what do you got to lose? Take 500 bucks and buy Dogecoin at nine cents a share. Yeah. And who knows, <laughs> you know, and, and, and anyway, don't, don't be afraid of the stock market but only invest money that it doesn't matter if you lose it. So yeah. I know at max, I could lose five grand at max. But it's, it's money you don't need. But it's money that I don't pay attention to. And I realize that, that, that we're different. Honestly, I could have probably put a lot more in it, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know, I think 61,000 shares pretty good. You know, I'll just yeah. leave it at that. You I, know? I've dabbled with investing. My very first time was kind of funny. I, I went into my friend's house. And then when I came out, I'd lost a decent amount, but I didn't sell. This is why you hold because eventually I made it back and got my investment back. Exactly. Because I didn't freak out. Exactly. Because it's good. It's going to go up and down, especially crypto. And you just hold it. Anyway. All right. Now we got to get into the real stuff here. We've got. We've made it. All the crazy things to talk about. So speaking of Elon Musk, is Twitter deal not going to go through? Um, so Elon Musk at 4:44 this morning, uh, I got up and I got up. Tweeted, uh, "Twitter deal temporarily on hold pending details supporting calculation that spam slash fake accounts do indeed represent less than five percent of users." Uh, and then he commented under that, under that, saying, "Still committed to acquisition." So Elon Musk has put the deal on hold pending an investigation. Uh, to make sure that Twitter's not lying about how many spam bots there are on the platform. Um, I mean, you know, it's a smart move. Why Why wouldn't you investigate it? He's talking about $46 billion or whatever I mean, it is. If I'm investing that much money. I want to I wanna know what I'm getting into. Yeah, and so, you know, we'll see what happens. I really don't know what else to tell you guys, except that, you know, the honest truth, I think... Uh, I think that it's a smart move uh, to look into it. A lot of people are saying that um, 
you know, Elon Musk never really wanted to buy Twitter. Um, in the first place, it was all publicity stunt. I, I, I don't know if that's true. I think that it's, I think that it's smart. And the difference is now when these major things happen, we all get to see it in real time. Whereas back 10 years ago, people would do this and it would take months or years to close a deal Yeah, and it'd be back and forth and just nobody knew about it. So that's really all I got for you guys on that right now. But here is something terrifying. We've already talked about the minister of truth's director, Nina Jakowitz or whatever her name is, how crazy she is. But, but a leaked zoom call meeting shows it even more terrifying. This is what she has to say. Um, and I am eligible for it because I'm verified, but there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not, um, trustworthy anyway. So verified people can, um, essentially start to edit Twitter the, the same sort of way that Wikipedia is. So they can add context to certain tweets. Um, so just as a easy example, not from any political standpoint, if President Trump were still on Twitter and tweeted a claim about voter fraud, someone could add context from one of the 60 lawsuits uh, that went through the court or uh, something that an election official in one of the states said, perhaps your own secretary of state uh, <laughs> and, and his news conferences, something like that, adding context so that people um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet. Um, and I am. All right. So for those of you who don't understand what she was talking about, first of all, in this zoom call, this is a zoom call. Again, I say it again. This is a zoom call. And two of these people have mask on <laughs> during the zoom call. <laughs> And I know you can't see it, but look, Zach, there they are. These two chicks right there. They got. I just have no words. They got a headset on because they're talking in a Zoom call and they got like a gamer's headset on and then they got mask on. And then one lady has the mask pulled down under her chin. But either way. Well, I guess it could go through the microphone, through the airwaves. What this, what this chick is talking about is she's talking about that the Ministry of Truth the people that work in the ministry of truth, uh, first of all, they're saying that verified people shouldn't be verified just you know, because they're not deemed trustworthy enough to be verified. So that's first scary language. And then she's saying that the ministry of truth should have unlimited powers to be able to go into anybody's tweets or posts or anything that are taking off and they can go in and change them at their own discretion when they decide that something is not accurate and or missing context and, or they just don't like it. Have these people never read history? But, but, but that is what they are saying in these leaked internal zoom calls that they truly believe that they are the most trustworthy of citizens. And therefore they should have the discretionary power at their discretion to go in and manipulate your own thoughts and your own words without you even knowing about it, without you consenting about it, which then would mean even further that they would have access to every single person's social media accounts whenever they want, 
however they want, however they decide to do it. So it's even it's even more full fledged like insanity than it sounds when she first says it, because the the ability to even be able to do that would mean that your own personal accounts, your businesses that are on social media, you're like us, public personas that are on all this stuff. These people would have unfettered access to go in and manipulate it. What's next? Every time you make a mistake, they can just go into your bank account and find you and pull the money out every time you do something wrong. I mean, like, I can't understand how people can't see the direction that this is going, how we're getting one step closer and closer and closer to uh, pretty much 1984 Big Brother style life. And it, I don't want that. Every day, it just gets more and more insane. The fact that less people, that, that so little people are talking about this is truly terrifying to me. Um, but yeah, so there's your update on the ministry of truth and what they're wanting to do. Here's something truly scary that I saw, uh, New York city, of course, that's just a scary place. New in York city students, high school students stage a walkout in protest of leaked Roe V Wade draft opinion. Now I'm looking at these things. These are, look, these are babies, man. These are girls. And ironically, they're all wearing like crop tops and like sports bras and stuff. And so again, I'm not trying to zoom in on this, but why are they all dressed like this is, is another question. Like, look, look, you see, I'm not crazy here, right? No, like, I mean, like, why are they all wearing sports bras I mean, and stuff? They're, look, they're... look again, why are they, why are they doing this? So they've got signs that say, not your uterus, not your opinion. How old are these kids? Keep your laws off my vagina. Um, these are high school people. Keep your church out of my government and your government out of my uterus. Um, <clears throat> these are high school students. And, and, and what's sad to me is that we have children that are now jumping into this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those pictures, those, we, those are, they're, those they're young. No. Yeah. Especially this girl right here. She she's got to be like 14 or 15 years old. Like, like that's a child. And the sign says, keep your laws off my vagina. And, and my thing is this, why or why do we have high school students that are more upset and more paying attention to the fact that they can't murder children freely at will Instead of teaching them about, why don't you just not have sex with people? No, because uh, they would rather have something else in their vagina than the government. So, Did, Dave Chappelle, I, 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 Dave Chappelle was talking about, you know, it is a literal fact that, you know, people are people. And he wasn't talking about abortion when he did this. He was talking about transgender stuff. And, you know, he said, men are men, women are women. Uh, and it is an act. It is a literal fact that every single one of you listening to this right now, all of these people right there pass through the vagina of a woman, right? And, and the irony, this he didn't say this, but I'm adding on to that. The irony that all of these people that are fighting for pro-choice are only there because their parents chose life, which is the most ironic and no. sad part of all of this. If, if their parents are pro-choice, then none of them may be here. It's like all you, of them wouldn't like, be here like, if they were enjoy your life. Yes. Well, then be glad that your parents are pro-life. I just anyway, to me, 
we're, we're, we're putting more focus on our high school students to be outraged over Roe v. Wade than just teaching them, hey, you know, you're 15 years old. You're not ready to have sex. Yeah, your puberty and your body might be ready to have sex, but your mind, your emotions, your mental capacity, and all then this if stuff. if you have a baby on top of that? You're not ready for sex. You're just not. Uh, this is a proven thing. DSM-5, all this other kind of stuff. It is a proven fact that our bodies are ready for sex before our mind and our emotions and our hormones are ready to handle sex. That's why your high school sweetheart breakup is such a devastating breakup compared to when you're older and you're dating and it doesn't work out because hormonally you are not prepared for those things. Yeah. And, and, and I read this amazing article about why we are not teaching women, especially. Okay. Let, let's say you don't believe in God. Okay. Got it. All right. You're not a Christian. Well, then we're just talking about pure hormones in people. Yeah. Men are genetically, hormonally, primally designed more to drop it and leave it. I mean, they just are hunters and gatherers, right? Like that is just the primal man instinct. That's why I love Christianity because Christianity challenges us to be more and better than our primal selves. Yeah. The end women, on the other hand, emotionally, et cetera, this is, this is not unknown stuff. For the vast majority of women, sex is more of an emotional connection than a physical connection. Most women tell you this all the time. Yes, they have to be attracted to the man, but the main thing that makes them become intimate with men is not just the physical aspect, it's more the emotional aspect, whereas men are visual creatures, right? It's like instant. We don't even know these people, and we see them, and we're like, (laughs) yeah, she's hot, man. Uh, I don't do that anymore. Pre-marriage. Anyway, what I'm I'm still pre-marriage and I don't do that. What I'm saying is, but that is, I mean, if you're going to take religion out of it, which a lot of people on the show want me when I make my valid arguments, do that. Okay, fine. I'm talking about the primal hormonal kick-ins for everything. I love these people. Well, I was first attracted to his humor. No, you weren't. That's not true. You at thought all. he was funny because you, you thought he was hot. <laughs> you were attracted to him or her because you thought. I would have sex with that person. The end. I don't care what you say. You can write me your little dirty emails all you want. That is the truth. You saw that person and was like, ooh, she's fine. Or ooh, look how big his arms are and all this other stuff. That is the first thing. That's why it's called an attraction. You can't be attracted to his humor if you've never heard him speak. And the only reason you went to go talk to him or you let him talk to you is because you thought he was attractive. Or the only reason you walked over to her or you bought her a drink at the bar is because you thought she was hot. Don't, don't, don't come at me. <laughs> I, I love it, man. I love people that try to lie. Okay. Don't lie. You know, it's true. In any way, Back to the balance of it. Why are we not teaching our women, our young women, our young ladies, okay? These girls are not women in this photo. No, they they look like kids. They are teenagers that look like children, but they're teenagers. So let's let's categorize them as they really are. They are pubescent teenagers. That's what they are. They're pubescent teenagers. And why are we not teaching women especially? the emotional connections and or 
horrific challenges that it presents for them to give their body to a pubescent, horny dude that is honestly incapable on most stances. Some are more mature than others. There's always those. I, you hear about it all the time. Dude gets a girl pregnant in high school. They do the right thing. They join the army. They, they, they become. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm talking about the vast percentages of people. That dude is just trying to have sex with you, and he don't give a crap about you. He's yeah. just trying to have sex. That's it. You think that he loves you and that y'all are going to be together forever and all this other kind of stuff, and then bam, you're pregnant, and he don't want nothing to do with it. That's the real story. Women are not emotionally ready for the emotional toll that sex has at that age. Why are we not teaching them about that? Instead of like, oh, you don't have, you might possibly not be able to federally murder babies whenever you want. Why are we just not teaching them the real things? It's all about what people want, you know, the do it your way, have whatever it is you want. It's, it's a very selfish culture. And so instead of just waiting and being selfless and saying, hey, I may want this now, but I'm going to wait till the right time, they'd rather just go ahead and do it. Look at it like this. How do I put this? The bot, when it comes to gratification things, okay, the body is always more advanced than the mind, okay? Yeah. What I mean by that, that, that can be about anything, uh, working out or not. Okay, it's easier not to work out. Therefore, mm -hmm. the gratification of not putting yourself through H-E-double-L in the gym is actually stronger physically than the mental thing of, no, get your lazy butt up and we're going to go do this thing. You have to train your mind. You have to discipline your mind yep. to be ready to outpace your body, right? Yep. Same thing goes with emotional maturity, man. Your body says go, but your emotions are not there yet. Okay. You to train your mind to say no. You've no, got to train your mind and your body, one, to say no, and then two, to be ready for these things. I, you know, I say all the time that that working out is such a overall life lesson. The discipline of going to the gym, working out can be used in so many things. And then also something that we've lost. I actually heard Conor McGregor say this, believe it or not. And I thought it was super powerful. He said that one of the greatest, one of the greatest battles that we'll ever face and one of the greatest victories that we can ever have as human beings is mastering the art of patience. I can agree with that. Patience is the hardest thing for humans to deal with. Mm -hmm. Patience, patience, waiting, timing it correctly waiting on the right opportunity, not that instant gratification Good world that we live in today. And I agree. I'm still working on trying to master patience because I suck at it. And I'm just I being honest. I don't know if it. you ever truly can, but you can get better you at get it. You get better at it. Anyway, I, again, you know, the, the whole abortion thing is, why are people freaking out so much about abortion? I've been asking myself this question. I do not believe companies especially. I don't believe that these companies actually believe this stuff. I, I just, I just They're don't. They're shipping on the hot topic. And so I did a little research. Why are companies getting in on this? And so I, I started doing some research and I found this article and it says abortion in America, how the right to choose became a billion dollar business. And so I started looking into this article, all of these Planned Parenthood facilities 
are receiving $500,000 from the federal government. From 2015 to 2019, for some reason, we've stopped counting since 2019. I don't know why. But from 2015 to 2019, the United States averaged 890,000 abortions Mm. a year. And Biden's lowering the flag to half mast or half staff or whatever to commemorate the remembrance of 1 million COVID deaths. But yeah, we've had 4 million babies murdered every single plus. year. So that's the totality of the pandemic, two and a half years. So even during the pandemic years, we still averaged more abortions than COVID deaths. And the whole point of this article is like, why are all of these businesses fighting so hard for pro-choice? Because pro-choice is actually a billion-dollar business. It is a billion-dollar business to help women choose to murder their babies. So, of course, these businesses are all on the same page so about this. Them money. Because they don't want to lose their money. Um, I don't know, man. The, the whole thing is crazy. Baby formula shortages. So, we talked about this the other day. But since the last episode, now reports have come out that we have been sending hundreds of thousands of things of baby formula in pallets to overseas. We've been sending pallets of baby formula overseas, but yet we're out of baby formula here in America. And babies are literally dying from it. Literally. Like literally. And, and uh bet Midler on Hocus Pocus two said that women just need to start breastfeeding. And Not every woman can breastfeed. Not every woman can breastfeed you idiot <laughs> like what are you why do you think baby formula was created everyone can breastfeed we wouldn't need it, it uh, anyway so a reporter asked Jen Saki. so again I say these people don't care about you they don't care about you they don't care about your children they don't care about anything listen to what Jen Saki says when they asked what should people do when they can't find baby formula you said it was a public health question. Which agency should that question be directed to? Just the very practical, immediate question of if you can't find formula and you need it for your baby to eat, what should they be doing? Uh, we would certainly uh, encourage any parent who has concerns about their child's health or well-being to call their doctor or pediatrician. What? <laughs> how, does, how does that help the baby formula? What do we do if we can't problem. find food for our baby to eat? Call your doctor. What? What's the doctor going to do? The doctor doesn't have baby formula. What the? Mm. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, they I don't have no desire to fix our country's problems. I don't, I don't get, so, so I wrote, uh, I don't normally get in arguments with truly stupid people on Twitter, but I did this time. What is it? Ricky Gervais says, I should have stopped. I should have left it. <laughs> I should have left it. R- Ricky Gervais says, I should have, I should have left it. But I didn't. So I made a post. Let me see if I can find it because I want to make sure that I quote this correctly. I said, uh, real men don't have sex with women that would murder their babies. <laughs> you know, my eloquent way. Of Very elo- poetic. And, and actually. then this guy, I, I, think, he, I think he deleted um, oh, did he? his thing. Anyway, so I'll try to, I'll try to paraphrase. Yeah, he basically said that Graham Allen's full of crap. All he does is divisive things. If he really cared, he would uh, start a charity to start raising money to help contribute to the baby formula 
crisis or whatever. And I just responded with, you know what a great charitable donation would be? I said, probably about $40 billion in taxes that they're wanting to send to Ukraine. That would probably help a lot in uh, supplying That's a good uh, idea. The, the children, right? And America then that first. brings us to my next thing, which is while Babies Can't Eat, Congress uh, passed, and now it's in the Senate, a $40 billion uh, money to Ukraine. Basically, for a lot of people are wondering, well, what? why are we doing that? Ukraine reached out to every person, every world leader, and said, we need y'all's help to make up the losses that we're taking economically per month on this country. Every other country said, go get bent. That's no, (laughs) we got to worry about our own residents except for us. Of course, that's where the $40 billion come from. We are sending money while our own babies cannot eat to make up for economic losses in Ukraine. Okay. Now, again, I'm not saying that it's not horrible or whatnot, but I just put out another tweet. Got me in a lot of trouble. I said, um, how about until our own babies can eat, we hold off on the money to Ukraine. And man, you would have thought that I said like women shouldn't be allowed to vote or something, dude. I mean, they came out of everywhere telling me how horrible I am and I claim to be pro-life, but I don't want to help Ukraine. Meanwhile, these very people that are telling me that have probably had abortions and or are, you know, campaigning for abortions at the same time. What's happening in Ukraine is horrible. And by no means are we saying that it's okay, that we don't want to help. But if we have literally babies dying in our own country, we have horrible inflation we need to focus on our own issues before trying to fit, help other people with theirs. Correct. It's like being a parent and you got three kids and the house across the street, their dad sucks and you want to be a parent to their kids cause they don't have a dad, but then you don't parent your own children while trying to help those kids out. Yeah. Yes. It's a tragedy. Yes. They need help. But if you're not even being a parent to your own kids first, how can you be a parent to somebody Correct. else's kids? It's the same difference. If our own children can't eat because we don't have baby formula, how are we going to send baby formula and $40 billion to another country when our own babies can't have can't find baby formula? Like It's crazy. So Rand Paul, Rand Paul, man, a, a lot of people are hating on Rand Paul, but Rand Paul has blocked quick passage of the bill to provide $40 billion in Ukraine. And he's the only one doing it. Hang on. Let me see if I can find his official statement he made. You have to read it in his voice. Oh, gosh, I can't. (laughs) Um, Okay, here it goes. All right, so I'm going to read you what he said. My oath of office is to the U.S. Constitution, not to any foreign nation. Agreed. Congress is trying yet again to ram through a spending bill, one that I doubt anyone has actually read, and there's no oversight included into how the money is being spent. While I sympathize with the people of Ukraine and commend their fight against Putin, we cannot continue to spend money we don't have. Passing this bill brings the total we've sent to Ukraine to nearly $54 billion over the course of two months. 
It's threatening our own national security, and it's frankly a slap in the face to millions of taxpayers who are struggling to buy gas, groceries, and find baby formula. Find the lie. Find it. Where, where, where is he wrong? Got a lot of respect for him for that. And my question is, there's a hundred senators. Why is Rand Paul the only one saying those things? This, Rand Paul, thank you for standing strong. I doubt, I doubt, in fact, I know he won't be able to stop the bill, but he's delaying it. But at least he's asking the questions, man. You know, I mean, all of it, all of Congress, At least he's taking a stand, all of Congress and by all. Well, OK, 99 percent of Congress is useless. They're useless. They are losers. They are manipulative, evil, backstabbing, traitorous people that do not care about you. They do not care about your families, your money, your security, your babies, nothing. They don't care about you at all. And there's maybe a handful there's maybe a handful of people, and I literally mean a handful, that actually care. And they're not going to win anything. Okay? Yeah. People want to say whatever they want to say about Marjorie Taylor Greene. And yeah, I know Marjorie. Me and Marjorie are friends. Does she always say everything eloquently and the best? No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. But do I believe that her heart is actually in the right place? Yes, I do. Which is why they say that's why she's a bad politician and she's... You know, not very Congresswoman like. It's because she's honest. It's because she's angry, and a lot of people don't realize that. Like, if I'm a business owner, and I think that all my employees are doing what they're supposed to do, and I go about my day and all this kind of stuff, and then I finally come to check in, and I find out nobody's been doing their job, nobody's been showing up to work, nobody's getting orders out, nobody's doing any of this, I'm going to be angry. And yeah. I may not be the most eloquent speaking boss at the moment. But rightfully so. The people, the very few handful of people that are trying to do the right thing, when they come off as not eloquent or, oh, that's, you know, that's a cheap shot or all oh, this, that. There comes a point, man, where you're just angry. What are you supposed to do? Except scream it from the rooftops what's going on because... Republicans have the minority, and I would say real Republicans are barely even a blip on the radar yeah. in Congress. And thank God for Rand Paul for trying to delay it. But you just have to ask yourselves, how much longer are we going to let these people start to, how much longer are we going to let these people continue to run our country into the ground? Because that's exactly what's going on. That's all I got for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to go get Tommy Vex's new do it, album. Do it. Make sure to pay attention. Buy the dip. Invest in your future. <laughs> uh, and and the midterm or the excuse me, the general election comes up in November. It's like five months from now. Kick these people out of office that don't care about you or your babies. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again next time. <laughs>